This is Nerd Podcast Radio, brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash nerdpodcastradio. Check out and support us on Patreon for tons of content, including a bonus episode for each episode. If you'd like to reach out to us, the best way to do that is our Nerd Podcast Radio Facebook page, where we share all sorts of nerdy stuff. You can also find us on Instagram, at Nerd Podcast Radio, and on Twitter, at Nerdcast Radio. Don't forget to review us on iTunes or whatever podcast provider you use. Reviews are important as they help our podcast grow. Thanks for listening, everyone. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio, your nerd home away from home. Welcome to Nerd Podcast Radio. I'm your host today, Super Vegan Brian, and I am joined by David Evil Curse Murferka. Hola! And we have a very special episode today because we have two guests. We have um, our regular reoccurring guest, Holly. Hello, everybody. And have a another very special guest. We are joined by Josh, who am, I am going to call the carpenter um, for reasons that may get explained or may not. Who knows? And um, hello, Josh. Hello. And I need explanation. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I don't even know if he's actually a carpenter. I just know he makes cool stuff and posts it on his Facebook. Uh, no, I'm just a, a husband whose wife has a honeydew list and I got to get things done. <laughs> oh, so you're the best kind of carpenter. I mean, yeah. you technically are a carpenter you do make wooden furniture yeah that's true yeah yeah so um holly for those who don't know you please give a quick introduction well i am holly from wisconsin and i am one fifth of the five-ish fangirls podcast and you and i met many a few years ago on a messenger group for supernatural Bring on the tangents and squee. Yes. <laughs> and we are also joined by Josh. Please give a quick introduction to yourself for people who don't know you because you've never been on an episode before. Sure. My name is Josh. Apparently, I'm the carpenter. Um, I uh, kind of got linked into this through Brian, the super vegan, um, because uh, he and I played some RPG games and have stayed in touch probably for the last, I don't know, what, eight, nine years now. Something like that. Um, uh, Josh is a mutual friend of me and Michaels, we met through Pathfinder stuff, and um, we, we yeah, yeah, that we've kept in touch, and um, I posted on the Facebook page, said, hey, is anybody interested in being on an episode for the Dresden Files, and Josh said, I'll do it. Anything to be nerdy. Yeah. Always nice yeah. when they volunteer. Yeah. <laughs> ah, it's also nice to have one of my uh, one of my friends on the podcast who hasn't been on it before, um, gets to see the other side of what we do. We've, we've been doing this for, this is episode one 164. That's crazy. Man, it's so, been wait, hot. You said, you said Pathfinder. Do I know Josh? Um, Josh, have you ever been to Strategicon? No, I've never been to Strategicon. No, if you I went, went to, I probably don't know Josh, though. Yeah, you went to the mini convention we did in Temecula, though, didn't you? Uh, I don't think so, no. We did go to the regular game. Exactly. We played there for several months, and then we started getting into the um, Serenity RPG and stuff like that.
like that. We did some games outside of there. Um, yeah, well, I love Serenity RP. Yeah. I could yeah. tell you stories. Woo. <laughs> Josh is one of the people who played in the famous Serenity RPG that Michael ran. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Um, so today we have a very special topic planned. This is a topic we try to do every year or so um, that only these specific hosts can do this episode because Michael and Anthony has not read these books. We're going to be talking about the Dresden Files. Yeah, burr, burr, burr. Um, but first, but first, we're going to play everybody's favorite game. What's nerdy with you? With each person is going to talk about the nerdiest thing that they've done in the last few weeks. And then we're going to vote using the patented Mike Myler widget system. Thank you for that, Erica. It's so nice that you always do that in every episode. And we never change it when you're when as long as you're here. That's right. We don't <laughs> fucking change it, Brian. <laughs> so, um, Josh, we did not warn you that as the newest guest, you get to go first. So, Josh, in the last few weeks, what is the nerdiest thing you have done? Uh, well, so I'll probably reach back a little bit further than a few weeks, but this whole uh, pandemic isolation thing has really got me back into RPGs. Um, and so, ultimately, within the last few weeks, I've played in, I think, three or four different RPGs. Uh, a new one that I'm into is um, uh, uh, Starfleet. Um, uh, what is that called? Starfleet, Starfleet Alliance or something like that, but uh, it's a great RPG where you get to um, play out a Starfleet, a Starfleet character, um, and you rank up and do all those things instead of level up like in uh, typical RPGs. Uh, so I'm a part of a group, and uh, we've got a um, Discord chat going, and we actually do some RPGs in between sessions and kind of role-play our characters out, um, and so that's kind of been what my nerdiest thing in the last few weeks have been. That is definitely a very good one. That's pretty awesome. When you combine Star Trek and tabletop RPGs, and doing it online. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good one. <laughs> Holly, what's nerdy with you? Well, what's been nerdy with you the past couple of weeks besides doing and finishing up my Dresden File reread? I have been with my fellow podcasters. We have delved into the wonderful world of D&D and have been doing that after our recording of our said podcast episodes and Yay. recording them and putting them up on our YouTube channel. So we've been starting and three of us are newbies and two of us are and then two are pros nice it's been it's been are are you a newbie holly yes i am believe it or not Oh, were welcome you to the playing, fold. You're going to get jokes you never fucking got before. Uh-huh. Were you even us. playing the Curse of Strahd at some point? Nope. I thought I thought you were. I, I thought I that, saw. Was, that was on the um, the Alexa for the Pathfinder. That they had that one little thing that I did, but nope. I played the Curse of Strahd. Brent ran it. Uh, Is that what you got confused? Yeah, because Curse of Strahd doesn't sound familiar. <laughs> you, would, uh, you would remember it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so we Take the say less that traditional was her, route man. when we played it. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I like to Don't say too much. I don't want to ruin it for people that haven't played it. Yeah. Let's just say we didn't play as good guys. Interesting. Neat. Erica, I, three weeks ago, they did an episode on um, Labyrinth. Yes, we did. Woo! 
Ooh, I would have loved to be on that. That would have been awesome. We could talk about that all day. <laughs> so I, I, I am the bard of our troop. So fun, fun, Ooh, fun. Nice. Yes. I like playing bards. Bards are really, really fun. I played a bard once where I would sing songs at the table, mm-hmm. but every single song, the lyrics would be different, but they were all to the tune of The Lion Sleeps Tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i taught amelia to do that not specifically that song but i taught amelia to do that because like random shit will pop up and songs will pop in my head so then i'll start singing whatever is currently happening to that tune and amelia started doing it the other day and i was like bravo kiddo bravo <laughs> That's great. Oh, I have to fun. say, one of the joys in my life was making an entire table of, of Pathfinder players groan when I just started going, a wee ma wep, a wee ma wep, a wee ma wep. <laughs> <laughs> Not again. <laughs> oh, that was good. Uh, Brian and I almost played a, a couple of bards together that were going to mirror Penn and Teller. Oh, um, that was going to be so much fun. Oh, that would have been that awesome. That amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but I fell through sadly i i um my intuition did not feel good during the planning of that game and i backed out and i i'm glad i did because it didn't happen <laughs> brian is wise beyond his years yeah now he has what you call brian luck yep yeah. we can do a whole podcast about brian luck mm-hmm. we will at some point He's i'm sure we into will something that nobody else knows and he just gets these flashes of things so you know i yeah you keep on making it mystical <laughs> it's, not, it's not it's just it's just it's just stuff happens and it first it, it it happens to me and you you make pattern recognition it's magical thinking yeah i have magical thinking that is correct i am completely out of touch you are you are you are a smurf everything you do is magical right <laughs> i mean he's got a point don't get me wrong <laughs> but speaking speaking of magical people david what was nerdy well well um not too much, honestly. I uh, it's been a rather subdued couple of weeks. I in well, I started a guild in World of Warcraft with some friends of mine and I after the uh, unfortunate dis- uh, after the unfortunate uh, booting that happened a few weeks ago. So my I've got some friends of mine and I that all met together in this guild. We've started our own and we're running stuff and we're trying to recruit players and That's it's interesting. Right, David. That's what you do. Damn straight. When people fuck with you. You create your own guild and then you steal all the people you like in the other guild. Exactly. exactly. And we did it. And do. we and we did it. Blackjack and hookers. That's right. <laughs> nice. No cookies? Uh, the cookies are a lie, obviously. I mean, at least they were in my old Republic guild when I was running a Sith Empire, but that's beside the point. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we have cookies. Are you surprised we lied about the cookies? <laughs> yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, hey, Erica, how about uh, what's what's been nerdy with you? Um, so, what's nerdy with me is, uh, my husband's birthday is coming up, and I had a gift specially made for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a metal, it's like a sheet metal, um, like, that you hang up, right? And it has the uh, fear mantra from Dune on it, because it's awesome. one of his favorite things. That's awesome. So, I had to, I had to have it specially made, because uh, everything... I found pretty like crappy, so I had to have it made, and it was great. And he loved it today. It was so funny. He opened it because we're celebrating early, and he opened it, and he he just like stared at it, 
and just kept staring at it. And I was like, I've either done really good or really bad. And I'm just not sure where we are right now. But uh, he said it was really good. He was just kind of taken aback. And he said it's one of the best birthday presents he's ever gotten. So it was very exciting. That's awesome. Does he have like a man cave or something hanging in? A geek den? No, that goes in our living room. Nice. Our whole house like that. We do have a game where we have like like my Labyrinth poster and my uh, Fallout um, helmet from Fallout 76 and all of our like nerdy stuff in there. But uh, yeah, but we have nerdy stuff throughout our whole house. And that was going in the living room um, next to my David Bowie wall. So. Nice. When you started to talk about how you have nerdy stuff all throughout your house and then you said, um, but we have a game room and I thought you were going to say, and that's the only normal room in the house. We don't have any stuff. <laughs> That would have been awesome. No, my game room, we actually bought this house because of that room. Because we walked into it and it was all, it's all brick. Like all, all the walls are brick. And then the, the one wall facing the street is all glass. So um, we have like a big chest in there, made it look like a Dungeons and Dragon pub is what we're trying to make it look like with like nerdy stuff all over the place. So uh, Amelia, Amelia is so proud of that game room. When she was on the <laughs> podcast, she was like, and I'm it. I'm going in the game room, like like just declaring that you have the you that you everyone has the honor to be in her presence because she has a game room. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, it's really cool because we like uh, uh, we put bookcases in there, like floor to ceiling, and it's like we had to bolt them into the wall. And it really is like the top is all like magic card. And then like keep going down. You've got like different card games. And then you have like an entire like two rows of like uh, D&D 3.5. And then we have our Pathfinder. And then we have our uh, uh, Star Wars. And like you just keep going down and all the RPG books are like, <laughs> like right there. And then next to it, we have this ancient trunk like from like the 1920s. It's like the trunks you would travel with. And you open it up, and that's where we have all of the map, dice, and all of that sort of stuff. Awesome. So. Little treasure chest. It is. Yeah. Yeah, it is. All right, Brian, what about you? What's nerdy with you? Before I share mine, I want to point out that a while back, was this a couple of years ago, I had a discussion with Erica and said, I think you would be perfect as a host on our podcast. And you said, why? I'm not that nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think about it like that. I just, these are the things that I like, and you know, it is what it is. Yeah, when it's normal, it doesn't seem nerdy, right? Exactly. Right. Thank you. It's it's sort of like syndrome um, in The Incredibles. Then everyone will be nerdy, and when everyone is nerdy, no one is. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what's nerdy with me? Um, I, um, had a interesting thing happen, um, that involved Erica. I am looking at my email one day and I get an email from Amazon that says Erica has added an item to, to her husband's wish list. And I look at the wish list and hey, said, Hey, that's cool little mug for the Mandalorian. I'll buy that for him. So I immediately bought it. Didn't think about it. Um, at some point I'm talking to Erica. This is a few weeks later and say hey what did rusty think of the mug what mug the the mandalorian mug oh that you <laughs> so erica i would like to explain okay 
Okay, so I have an Amazon problem. And uh, don't we all during the pandemic? <laughs> I've had an Amazon problem 10 years. I may be reselling. Uh, um, me too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but so I I have a really bad habit of instead of putting things on wish list, I just go, oh, I'll get it. Oh, I'll get it. So I thought I had to and not put it on the wish, but I guess my, my, I might've been paying bills at the time or something. I don't know, but, but I decided to not purchase it at that exact moment. But because Brian purchased it the same day that I put it on the list, I assumed I had purchased. So it comes to my husband opening all the boxes and he sees it. He goes, Oh, this is cool. And I'm like, Oh, Oh yeah. That's one of your birthday gifts. Why'd you open that? And he was like, because I get him lots of things. But, and he was like, oh, thanks, babe. I love it. I just assumed that I had bought it because he bought it literally the same day I put it on the wish list and I had no, no idea. And then he was like, so did Rusty like his gift? And I'm like, what gift? What are you talking about? And he was like, the mug? And I'm like, oh, oh, well, now I'm going to have to tell my husband that you got it and not me because I thought I had done it on, you know, randomly. What I want to know is how do we get it so that way when we add stuff to our list, it goes to Brian so he <laughs> Inquiring minds not to know this. You have you know, to share what's the list funny, with him. What's funny is I have a really, I, I have a thing that if I see something on someone's wish list and it pops up like that, I often do that. So yeah, that might happen. <laughs> you just got to share your wish list with him so he gets notifications of it. Now I think if I share my list, my wish list with him, though, I'm going to seem like I want stuff rather than I'm just sharing it to be nice. I do keep so, track of how many presents Brian yeah wishes. yeah i do keep track of how many presents i've gotten for people so i don't do that more than once every few months or so um but it's like, um, a, it's like a loot crate you don't have to pay for yeah i've always <laughs> been a a very impulsive gift buyer where if i see something that i think somebody would like and at the time it was um rusty was on our podcast and he got sucked into a time riff um we were able to detect that he is on a future episode but we don't know which one so he's going to show up at some point but since he was sucked out i decided i was going to get him something mm-hmm. nice to thank him for trying to be on in the first place and it ended up being the muck uh-huh. and yeah and it was like and yeah and i so i talked to him on the phone and he was all like it was so funny he was like oh you got it for me. well thanks <laughs> yeah it was really funny because i was like oh sorry babe i didn't mean to take credit for that i did pick it out though so i mean <laughs> clearly that's where the confusion came from so i guess i guess the real question is does Brian get the points for it being nerdy or does Erica, since she's the one who picked it out? I, I mean, judge it or not, however you like. I don't think it's an in particular nerdy story. I just thought it was funny. So I wanted to share it as my nerdy thing. Consider that really a mulligan funny. to everybody else. Um, so the way this works is since there are five of us, um, everyone gets six widgets to distribute among the other guests or themselves, however they like. So, Josh, you have six widgets. Who would you like to give them to and why? Oh, interesting. Hmm. Um, well, 
I think that I'm going to give David two because uh, I'm a former WoW player myself. Um, I used to run in those rings. Uh, Thank you, sir. No problem. Uh, I guess I'll give a Holly two um, because uh, first time in D&D. I'm going to give Holly three, actually. I think first time in D&D is important. Um, really, you know, embracing the nerdum and that's appreciated. Uh, and then I think I will give Erica the last two, one for each of the prisons. <laughs> <laughs> that is seven. Uh, that is seven. I will give Eric. I'll give David. One. I gotta stick uh, with the two for two. And D and D first time's important. Uh, yeah. Holly, you are in possession of six widgets that you can distribute any way you like. How would you like to distribute them, and why? Okay, four to Erica for the game room and the nerdy stuff that was done, and one a piece to Josh and David. Thank you. You're welcome. David. I'm going to split mine even. Three and three. Three going to Josh because that's awesome. And three going to Holly because that's awesome. Everybody's first D&D she celebrated. Agreed. And um, Erica. Um, so I just want to say that I very much appreciate Holly and Josh. Uh, Holly, again, welcome to the fold. Your whole world, the way you look at things is going to change and it's going to be funnier for it. Um, with that being said, and thank you, Brian, for buying my husband a a mug. I appreciate that too. David's going to get all of my widgets because I am lawful evil and I love the fact that he fucked the other guild and took the other people. So it just speaks so directly to my heart. Oh, it's even better and I'll tell you more about it in the bonus episode. Just remind me. <laughs> okay. Ooh, this, this is going to be good. I sense juicy story. <laughs> David gets all my widgets. But I, do, I, I, I do appreciate you guys. Trust me. I love your I love your things, but I mean, that's just evil, and I have to celebrate it. <laughs> when it speaks to you, it speaks to you. Yes. <laughs> right? Oh, man. Ryan, what are you going to do with your widget? I am going to give all of my widgets <laughs> to David. Wow. That's wow. I haven't won one of these in a long time. <laughs> David wins by a landline. Um, and I will tell you why. Um, I was a member of that same guild. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, the only yes, reason were. I haven't dived out of it and into David's guild is because I do not have an active WoW account right now. Honestly, I'm time. pretty sure you got booted. Don't worry about it. But <laughs> Oh, uh, that's great. Yeah, you're more than welcome to join the new one if and when you start your account up again. So um, congratulations, David. Um, we have a new system for widget distribution. There will be coming in individual wrapped packages. Oh, the widgets neat. make the individual wrapping themselves. Um, so when you each widget is equipped with its own Batman cape. <laughs> <laughs> um, a few of the widgets have also designed utility belts, so use That's at your own adorable. peril. That is adorable. All right. Um, I'm just going to put them in the terrarium with the rest of them. What happens? There, there is one widget that you are going to get that I am not entirely sure about it because, I mean, I got all of them all set up, and it just keeps on saying over and over again, um, do I look like I have a plan? Uh, I'm a little worried about that one. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, uh, so today, um, there is a series of books that is currently um, 16 books long. Um, the estimated total of how many books it's going to end up to be is supposed to be like somewhere between 20 and 21, followed by a trilogy. But I've heard as many as 30. <laughs> they are um, the Dresden Files, which are written by Jim Butcher, and they are a series about a um, private detective in a noir-style um, noir Noir, noir. There we go. That that is much better pronounced.
noir yeah. style private detective story based in Chicago, where the private detective also happens to be a wizard. And it is a wizard Harry. <laughs> One of the things about the Dresden Files is um, it kind of gave birth to urban fantasy. Um, it was a genre that existed, but Dresden Files really pushed it into the mainstream as far as the mainstream in nerdy fandom. Uh, so um, we are going to talk about it today. We have a list of suggested questions, but guests and hosts, you are free to ask any question you like about this series. Um, and um, I'm going to start by asking our very newest guest a question. Josh, um, how were you introduced to the Dresden Files? Um, this goes back a ways. So it was kind of neat to see this pop up. And uh, what the reason why Dresden Files really touches base with me is uh, I've never really been an avid reader, right? Uh, we kind of grew up in the age of technology. And so television and video games is always what intrigued me. And I read when it was like a school assignment. Um, but uh, I think I went to the bookstore and just said, hey, I know I'm, I'm, you know, I'm in my 20s. I'm an adult. I should be reading. What's a book that would appeal to me? And I kind of just walked through. And uh, I think I grabbed somebody at Barnes & Noble or something and said, hey, you know, what would be good? This is the stuff I like. And they said, I got it. And they took me straight over to Dresden Files and I I'm going to say that I plowed through the first three books nonstop um, and, and loved it. And that's kind of how I got into it. The the unofficial name for this episode is We Spoil the Dresden Files for Josh, because he has only read the first four books. Yeah. I've, I've, my problem is that with reading is I tend to get involved in the rest of life. And uh, I'm, I'm very I build stuff. I'm a carpenter. Um, no, actually, <laughs> in real life, uh, I work in uh, manufacturing and uh, I'm the director of manufacturing. So I've got a bunch of people who work for me and a lot of stuff going on in the business side. And so um, I tend to get involved in normal, quote unquote, normal type things. And I don't have time to geek out as much as I'd like. And so um, that's that's kind of what drew me away from Dresden Files is I just got so busy with life. And every time I've, I've got, I think I bought all the books because I knew after the like second one that I wanted to read them all. And I just haven't had the time. And uh, so after this, uh, I'm definitely going to be digging them back out and uh, keep plowing through. All right, well, we yeah, I, uh, oh, fair sorry. Warning. I'm sorry. Is this, we could use this as fair warning for anyone listening. Um, there's going to be spoilers ahead. We're yes. not going to try. Oh, wow. Spoilers. Yeah. It yes. is. It is an episode of the show where we're actually warning the listeners. <laughs> yes. I mean, and, it's and, things might not make sense. You haven't read a lot of the Dresden Files, but yeah, we're, know, we're we going don't... to. We're we're not going to try and give away too much, but mm -hmm. there we are going to talk about things that have happened to series. We don't yeah. normally do niche topics like the Dresden Files, but we get a little self indulgent every now and then. And this episode, we oh, are digging in. Well, it's um, also relevant because the new one just came out. So yeah, yeah. It is funny. I uh, I I was walking past somebody at work clearly a while ago, um, and I was walking past their desk, and I said something. Oh, I was on the phone with my dad, and we were talking about Dresden book coming out, and if it was postponed again. And I swear to God, I just happened to be walking by this guy's desk, and I walked into the break room. Room, and then I was got off the phone. I was walking back, and he, as I as I walked by, he goes, "Hey," and I probably, and I was like, "Hey," and he's like, "Are you talking about Harry Dress, the Dresden Files book?" And I yeah, went, hey. "Yeah," and he goes, "Oh my god!" And he just started like totally geeking out with, and he's like, "Oh yeah," and then they're gonna like, like it just in like every time I walk past desk at least once a month, he'd be like, "You heard about any updates when it's coming out?" And I was like, nope, you. And he goes, nope, but I'll let you know. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> so I mean, and now we're like friends, and that's really cool. awesome. Yeah, that's it's one of those great. things. So, um, so Josh, it is your time to ask Holly a question. Anything you like about the Dresden Files, either from okay. the outline or out of your head? Yeah, definitely. So Holly, uh, because I uh, I'm a carpenter, so I break the rules. Uh, I I don't know if that's a thing. I just made that up. But um, all okay. right. So look, um, I just want to say this for the record. As an official member of the local Brotherhood of Carpenters, I kind of take offense. <laughs> you, oh, David, shut up. Bend the rules? How about cut corners? There we go. As a cut corners. corners. <laughs> and so uh, I'm not going to take the, the oh questions God. that are in uh, you know, discussion. Uh, what I've got for you is, um, you know, within the series of books or the TV show or whatever, there's just so many different groups in the whole universe of Dresden Files, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we've got like, the White Council, Vampire Courts, the Fae, um, the Knights of the Cross, and so forth and so on. Um, of all of those, you could be a part of one. Which would it and why? Oh my God, that's a question. Oh, that is a good that's question. That's a really good question. <laughs> I might want to be part of the Bright Future group. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so, Holly, Josh yes. is confused. Yeah. This is new. Okay, this, this jump kind of Spoil the tail, <laughs> tail end of the book. The kind of the main characters kind of form their own group, and it's called the Bright Future group. All right, nice. So, yeah, the I main characters of, except for Harry. Yes, I want to be part of that group. <laughs> you know, they only use the pair in it. Yep. Why and, do you want to? part of that because they try to help harry out and they have met harry and it, some of them at first didn't believe all this stuff was real and it's just like yeah it's real we need to help him he has other stuff that he take care of if we can help out make his life a little bit easier we'll do it <laughs> my favorite thing about the bright futures group is how they're tied into marconi that too <laughs> johnny marco yep. yep how does everyone here pronounce that i always say marconi I, I, marconi to I, I, I rotate. Sometimes I pronounce the E. Sometimes I leave the E silent. I've always no, used e it like, like he was in Batman. It's Marconi. That's, no, that's how E is silent. Gentleman Johnny Marcone. Okay. I think well, I, I started with the Batman Marcone. villain. Yeah, I think I started with Marcone, and then I started calling Marconi for the same reason as David. So, yeah. high five. And also, I have to highly suggest, if you're crunch for time, the audiobooks are freaking fantastic. Yeah. Oh, James they're Marcone. By James Selfish. Yeah, Josh, it's oh, the voice amazing. of Bike, Bike from from oh, yeah. them, from Buffy. It, they're they're really good. I just recently listened to Stormfront. All right, well now now that's how I'm gonna do them all. They, I I lied. I'm not unpacking them. They're gonna stay in my garage, but I'm gonna get all the audiobooks because I can totally listen to them on the way to and from work. That's, that's oh. what I do. And you and you speed it up a little bit. It sounds a little bit more faster paced and talk like Spike. You get used to it. 1.6 is as fast as I would suggest going. Nice. Sometimes at the one speed, it one speed it's good, but a little more. Oh, I love it. I don't know. I wouldn't speed them up at all. I think that's part of it. So when you're listening to the the books, it's not just like listening to somebody read to you. He's like he's in going character. through. He's the character. Yeah. Like he's Inflect- going through the emotions. There's the, the inflection. There's like the yeah. pain and the anguish and all of those things. Like and he makes you feel it because I mm. think I think that that's what Marsters that's what makes Dresden come alive in the audiobooks is the way that he does 
Well, and, so, how, and how mine accidentally got sped up as I was listening. And of course, my two dogs wanted to, they popped up and said, hi, how you doing? And tapped my phone. So <laughs> it went past. I'm like, put that back. I didn't realize it until later. I'm like, oh, it works. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, that's the reason I like audiobooks uh, is because I think that the people reading them are often a lot better than I am when I read them. <laughs> and so uh, that definitely helps a bunch. And I, I mean, the fact that James Marsden's doing it is great great because uh i i mean actors when they read that that's what they do all day long is you know put those voice inflections in when they're acting and so reading it is just the same it's awesome so there's one that he doesn't so the you're act- not thrown off he doesn't do ghost story they so actually got- re-recorded ghost story with him i have the they version did? yes i that's the only oh. version that is now available on audible the other guy's version is gone it's james's oh now i have to rebuy it fuck okay you might have to you might have to look at your library they might have placed it with okay. James's version. Yeah, because I was like, like I was in it. I'm, I'm just lay it out. I've never had a crush on a fictional character before. Like, but Jesus fucking Christ, I love Harry. I so... am ninety percent sure you only have to redownload it. Okay. I, I am ninety percent sure you do not have to repurchase. Yeah. Well, it threw me completely off because I'm going through all the books and like just burning through them, right? And then I mm-hmm. get ghost story and i'm already upset because of what already occurred yep and then i start (laughs) to play it and it's not james marsh and i put my phone down and i went fuck it fuck this all and (laughs) and at least you put the phone down that was good well i didn't like put it down gently i do have a habit of throwing my phone but but i threw it at the bed so and my husband was on the bed and he in this you know still dating at the time and he goes uh uh, what? <laughs> and I was so upset reading the book too. That, and I was ahead of it by a lot. And I yeah. went, I went, they fucking killed Harry. <laughs> Oopsies. And it's not even James Marsters in the next one. I can't handle this. <laughs> and he goes, what? And I'm like, Harry's dead and James didn't even read it. <laughs> I was so upset. And he goes, uh, now I don't need to read the books. Thanks. Spoilers, <laughs> sweetie. He really, really hates spoilers. So he uh, still hasn't picked up the books. It's been five years since that happened. And he's still yet to continue reading them. Uh-oh. Because who are you talking about? Who, who, who's not reading them? Chris. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so. Oh, sorry. All right, Holly, it's your turn to ask David a question. All right, David, I'm going off script here. Um, in the Harry Dress universe, if there was one place that you could visit Ooh. in the Harry Potter, or Harry Dresden universe, excuse me, <laughs> where would you visit and why? Oh, that is really a question. Um, I would love to go to the Council of Wizards and meet Merlin. <laughs> Just because I think that would be a big <laughs> So you're off to Edinburgh. Yes, I am off to Edinburgh. Do you think you'd just like fangirl it and just squee the whole time and just? Oh yeah, I would totally fanboy out. <laughs> Be like at Comic Con when you got to go get an autograph and you just like wait in line. You're like, I just want to see Merlin. I I assume as much. I've never actually been to Comic Con, so I wouldn't oh. uh, I wouldn't be able to answer that. But yes, uh, I I believe it would be quite curious. And it is definitely the one location I think of. A I'd be the safest, and B would be one of the most interesting to visit. Like I'd also like to go see like the Fay Court, but I'm probably 
probably wouldn't survive that trip. <laughs> yeah, that should have been part of the question and survive. Five. Yeah, you yeah. wouldn't want to have a burger and brew at McAnally's. Oh yes, of course, but that's <laughs> that, it's, and it's a steak. It's a steak sandwich and a brew. Thank you much. Yep. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but McAnally, ask him free beer and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> That would just glare at you. Until you <laughs> he'd just he'd give just, you a glass of water. Or he'd just hand you the regular ale and just drink it. <laughs> yeah, gluten-free, I looks around, hands you on the ale. My, I have this picture in my mind of sitting at a bar with Harry Dresden, ordering a gluten-free beer, watching the look of horror on a- Harry's face, followed by a quizzical look as Mac puts the beer in front of me. <laughs> 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 oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like the other places, the vampire courts, that'd be interesting to go see. But all that stuff, you would just get murdered viciously yes. one way or another. There. Mm-hmm. And you'd really have to watch how you'd word things. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that'd be interesting. I, mm-hmm. I would love to go check that out. All right. Have- that would that be, should- well, how's that? It would be a, quite an ordeal. Uh, not an ordeal, but it would be quite the evening, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless Harry would. Well, that's what I'm saying. Molly, <laughs> Molly gets a text on her cell phone, stands up, and goes, oh, "I gotta go. Harry needs me." And then all all hell breaks loose, mm-hmm. literally. And Charity is just rolling her eyes, like, "Not again! Don't take your father." <laughs> yeah. Suddenly, there's a honk outside. Oh crap. <laughs> Uh, good stuff. All right, uh, Erica, let's see. Yes. What part of the series has impacted you the most? Uh, impact? Yeah, what what has had the deepest meaning? What has what has spoken to you the most? What what what's the one part of the series that you read and go, that that is why I'm reading the series? Oh, I think it's just Harry. Like, I can't say that there's like a a part. I think it's just the character himself. I mean, uh, he has all the good intentions and always wants to do the right thing and he always gets fucked up no matter what it is I think or there's my f- other people that in his before he knew have affected him in such a way that <laughs> yeah he's sol yeah basically and he's always he, no matter what it is always trying to do the right thing and my favorite part is he gets the shit beat out of him all the time and for me i think that's what makes it the most relatable because it's not like a lot of fancy things where the main character is super overpowered especially in the beginnings not right so in the very beginning Mm -hmm. he's not i mean in all the power that he does have like built up over time so it's things that have either happened to him because they had to not because power hung not be trying to be more than what he is but because he's making sacrifice to take care of other people and i think not only is he doing that but in the beginning of the book series he's got the sword of damocles hanging too exactly yes yeah you know and and that whole thing of you know he's just he always puts other people before himself much to his death sometimes to the detriment of his friends around him Mm -hmm. but the reason that they follow him in mortal peril and the reason that they're willing to put themselves in harm's way is because they believe in harry so Mm -hmm. he's he's a natural leader and a good person and he's trying to essentially if you break down the stories protect human world from the supernatural world 
is really what it comes down to. So through all of that and constantly getting his ass handed to him, you know, it's that he he is the hope that people want. You know, mm-hmm. nobody in their, you know, in their life, like once you've lost hope, right? Like it's done. Like you have to continue hope. And he's that beacon for the people around him. And he mm-hmm. always brings out the best. Yes. I mean, look what happened to Butters. Look what has oh, happened with yes. Molly. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. he and is always it. finding the way to bring out the best. And the nice thing, too, is when Harry gets down on himself, his quote-unquote family that ma- that he made better makes him better and gives mm-hmm. him the boost of confidence that he needs to yeah. get the job done. Yeah, and even though he has all this, you know, power, he's he's humble. He's still just Harry in, mm-hmm. a, you know, a duster and, and eating hamburgers. <laughs> yep. You know, he's Harry. So for me, that's very much the relatability of the character, and you want him to win. And mm-hmm. he isn't this magical, I mean, he's magical, but he's not like this, like, Lancelot character, right? Mm-hmm. He gets his ass handed to him, though. And he can kill anything with electronics in five pieces. <laughs> yes, yes. Or 20. <laughs> and it's the little details like that that really make it real, right? Mm-hmm. It's little things like that that make you able to understand the world he's in. All the magic, magic's there, and that's great. That's the fan part, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, the having to pay rent. Like, people relate to that you're like yeah fuck i get that man you know <laughs> so have to, have to deal with the landlady yes yeah. i'll make sure i replace the door that got busted in yeah yeah so um and i think the good things that happen to him are because he's always trying to get, do good i think like that's why mouse is hanging around and you know mm-hmm. what i mean yeah so that that's what speaks to me is like the the persistence and the good naturedness i have absolutely oh. no qualms against the idea that mouse chose harry i don't either 100 i think he purposely as a puppy got out of that box litter mates it's like i'm yours (laughs) yeah my human (laughs) agreed agreed so brian what was the most devastating thing that happened in the book for you what 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 really teed you off um um michael getting horribly injured and having to retire Mm -hmm. yeah that was the hardest for me um there is another moment that is very hard on me but it happened in a short story and i'm not entirely sure which one and i'm afraid it might spoil stuff because i doubt anyone here has read it what um it was the short story about molly and her first mission as the winter lady no i have no i have read that Um, i have read the thing that happened between her and a certain other wizard was that in the yeah yeah yeah. was it in Um, i don't know which collection it was in i know that it happened in between skin games and peace talk and um but i don't i don't know all i know is i i think i was utterly devastated by it it's very tragic and um yeah um and it is it is barely alluded to in the newest book um this uh, so listeners i am the only one here that has finished reading peace talks you are don't fuck it up for me yes <laughs> uh, we, we have warned him like erica er- erica he is under pain of my driving up there and beating his ass i, I won't so. spoil i won't spoil for anyone the scene where deadpool shows up or when they go to the moon 
great. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I really resonate with uh, Michael Carpenter too. Like I, I know that when he came in, because he did come in in the beginning, he's he's one of the cool characters that I did get to read about. Um, I I really thought that his character was an awesome addition because he's kind of you know similar to Dresden. He's trying to do the right thing. However, he's he doesn't seem to face the same challenges as Harry does. Right, all the things we talked about, like oh, I got to pay bills and I've got all these life things. Um, for Michael, it's kind of like no, things will work out. It's okay, and he's got this positive outlook and um and i guess i'm a very optimistic Have guy faith hair. right exactly um and so to hear that it's kind of like wow that kind of stinks um but now i definitely want to get in there and read about you know it's good to know that he lasts as long as he does in the series and it's not just that he's in you know one or uh, two books well uh, michael it, it, actually it takes place it takes part of one of my favorite comedic scenes of the entire series but we'll get into that later <laughs> i i am okay with you sharing it now yeah oh it's 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 when they're dealing with the daenerys coins oh yeah and uh, and my favorite my favorite joke ever is uh, when uh, when Harry gets back in the truck after uh, breaking the legs of uh, of a certain character and mm-hmm. he, he he threw fifty he threw a quarter at him and said there's a payphone outside and then uh, Michael looks at him and goes wait aren't aren't, uh, aren't payphones fifty cents and they all just start laughing. <laughs> Yeah. I, I remember. I remember yeah. that that is that was a funny scene. Mm-hmm. Right after such a dark scene. Too. Yeah, it was. Oh, no. But yeah. you needed that moment of levity. And then one of the best opening lines in the book: I, "The building was on fire, and it wasn't my fault." <laughs> yes. Oh man, great, you know, great way to start a book. Yeah. One of one of my things about the Dresden Files is um, how the smallest little thing mentioned will probably come back. Yes. With mm-hmm. other series you tend to discount things with this series it's like it's like oh the little the the freaking secretary that they met at some office all of a sudden they're an important character the side character that was helping the bad guy all of a sudden they're an important character you're really rewarded for remembering these characters toot toot <laughs> oh freaking yeah toot toot hey you don't mess yeah. with the Zalord. no you don't <laughs> the box cutter brigade the brownie still clean his apartment no matter where it I, is. Yeah. I want to mm-hmm. read it. I want to read a twenty a twenty book series on all the shit that Tutut did parallel to Harry's book. Right? Oh, that would be. Awesome. <laughs> oh my god. Um, Josh, if you are confused, Tutut is the fairy that Harry bribed with pizza. Oh, okay. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah, they yes. come back. And Tutut has arcs. Tutut keeps coming back. Oh yeah. Tutut recruit Fred recruits Freds and starts an army of small fairies. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which I have affectionately dubbed and, the box cutter brigade. Yeah, and and Harry Harry pays them and provisions them in pizza. Yes. Yeah, I so. think the last time he showed up, he decked out an armor made from household supplies and had a yes. freaking safety pin sword. Or mm. no, 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 it was it was one no, of those. No. Uh, it was one of those disposable blade box cutters. Cutters. Oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. then and then Bob. Oh, yeah. Well, Bob's yeah. amazing. But yeah. uh, back to the, the, the box cutter brigade, there's a, apparently a standing order every Friday night at a pizza place that just drops six large pizzas off in an alleyway. <laughs> yep. That's awesome. paid for it, everything. The yep. guy just drives up, drops them off, and leaves. No questions asked. So, Josh, I am going to get another round robin going by asking you a question. When you are done, you can ask anyone a question. And oh, then, then they will ask a question, and the round robin is gone. So yay! So and cha- Josh, and chaos. <laughs> um, Josh, if you could possess any magic, either in spell or item that is mentioned in the books, what would it be, and why? Oh, that's tough. Um, now, I mean, I've only read a few, so I'm assuming there's something out there. But uh, teleportation's always been a cool thing for me. Uh, I hate the time it takes to travel. 
travel places. However, if I get these on audiobook, I may enjoy it a lot more. Um, but something along those lines would be kind of cool. I, I like when he like traverses realms and goes like the ferry and stuff. Not bad. Not bad. I always thought it would be cool to just step into a sideways reality and pop out somewhere on the other wor- side of the world. I always thought that would be really neat. Yeah. Or just like open your door like you're going to walk outside, but then you appear wherever you're going. You gotta open the door and then, oh, look, I'm inside Walmart. Great. I'm going to grab this and then go home. <laughs> yeah, I have a much different answer for that. For me, it's I, I want Bob. <laughs> Wait, is that could you have Bob? Like, I mean, Bob's it's a skull. Yeah. He's a spirit that inhabits the, the skull that Harry has. Yeah. Whoever has the skull has control of Bob. And I've got Wi-Fi, so Bob will be happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because Bob considered an item because of the skull. Yep. That's true. For All me, right. I, I would have to say the veil. <laughs> I what what's the veil? I don't remember. Um, Molly, the basically oh kind of the, like the spell of, that lets you go invisible. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like the cloak of invisibility. Um, I, would I like am that. I am a simple man, and I would be happy with Vickus Flickus. <laughs> yeah, that works. Too. That's good. Oh, I remember good. when I first heard that, I went, "Oh, you son of a bitch!" <laughs> that is fabulous. I. I remember in the books when they get to the part where um, Harry is teaching Molly magic and talks about picking a language and he literally talks about making up fake Latin and it explains so much. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, it totally does. Oh, God, so good. Like, as soon as he started doing that and, and, you know, being somewhat of a... I don't know what to... Anyways, it made sense. It made sense on a, like, primal level for me because there's so much stuff that goes into, like, prayers and rituals and things like that that it's not... It's not really the, like, the words. It's the intention. And I think that he really points that out when talking about, like, flickambicus or, like, <clears throat> making potions out of, you know, black coffee and shit, you know. Shredded like, romance novel. Exactly. Like, it's the, it's the taking the normal things around you. And putting an intention in. And I think that's that that's what I love about the magic is that it's not every wizard has to do it. You know, there's no there's no Leviosa, right? It's mm-hmm. every you can you can do it, you've gotta tap into it in a way, which I think is really cool. Yeah, I really like that. Also, I mean just from a reader perspective too, Jim Butcher did great by by painting that in that this is the way that it takes. And and you don't have to be, you know, like you say, trained in a uh you know uh a magical school or something to, to be able to do this. It just needs to be within you and the intent and the passion needs to be there. And that was really cool. All right. So uh, moving on, I guess I'll go to uh, David only because he won the uh, nerdy oh. competition. All righty. Um, all right. So what is the biggest spoiler you want to tell me? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm going to dive man. right in. Oh, Josh, you are my oh, hero. Oh. Wow. Well, which one do you pick? Oh. I know what? which one I would pick. I oh, think it's what? the one that, that blew me away the absolute. Maybe, maybe we'll just asked... round Robin. Maybe we'll start with David and then we'll bounce around and Eric. I noticed you oh. asked David that question and not me, because if you would have asked me, David would have then murdered both of us. <laughs> yeah, I, know. That's why I, I thought about it, but I was like, no, nah, he'll probably do something that spoils it for everybody. So... <laughs> 
All right, David, what do you oh, got? Oh, God, that is... It's against my nature to give them out, though. That's <laughs> at least not specifically like that. If I'm talking about something that happens and it's just incidental that I'd spoil something, fine. I don't like to actively spoil things, though, so this is this is hard for me. That's why it's fun. <laughs> oh, you suck. All right, um... Well, you know, I'll take the easy the, the easy way out, as we've already kind of joked about it a little bit, but it totally does happen. Yeah, Harry does die more than once, but one big time in particular. There, he's dead for a while. A while. A while, yes. Like, there's Good at least... Head. There's at least one whole book that happens while he's dead. Yes. Wow. So, but but he's still the main character of the book, though, right? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. His body just... might be dead, but his his character lives on. Like, his he's not... Shade. Like, yeah. Sure. I'm, I'm guessing that's ghost stories if I had to guess. I mean, that's... Yeah. That, that, that's You'd a really, correct, really good assumption. Yes. Uh, so there, oh. I took the easy route out. Waha, I win. Mm-hmm. All right, Erica, what do you got? Maggie. I know it's not my turn to ask another person, but I want to hear. Maggie. Mm-hmm. Maggie Maggie uh, is uh, his daughter that he didn't know he had. Oh, all right. Yeah. Is, is it his daughter with somebody that we know, or is it like yes. a new character? Yes. Oh. Somebody we know. Somebody we know. I'm yeah. not going to say who. <laughs> About when when does she come in? From the beginning. Like, okay. wait, wait, wait. which are, you're playing the pronoun game? Which she are you referring to? Maggie. When does Maggie come in? Oh, when does Maggie come in? Yeah. Oh, book is that? She's later in the series. It's before Ghost life? Story. Before Ghost Story. Yeah, it's before Ghost Story. Um, I'm pulling up the to the wiki. Is it changes? No, it's changes. It's changes. It yep. Changes. Right. It changes. But um, Maggie, mom, we get entered very early in the series. Yeah, very early. You've already met her. All right. That's awesome. I'm excited now. Cool. Good spoiler. Good spoiler. <laughs> My spoiler for you, Harry has a half-brother. Oh, all right. That's Good. all I'm going to say. <laughs> he has a half-brother. Um, a character you meet early on mm-hmm. ends up being Harry's grandfather. Ooh, not very good spoiler. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. These are good. These are good. I like them. See, I don't see them as spoilers. I see them as, like, like trailers. Like, here's a little teaser. Well, know? I know for a fact that... <laughs> There are several people that I know that are going to be furious the fact that spoiled as much as we have. <laughs> well, uh, at the beginning of this podcast, said we're going to spoil shit. Oh, and I know. If they are still listening, uh, we gave you plenty sucks of to suck, nerd. Yeah, fair like, enough. There it is. And I always put a spoiler warning in the description. Always. <laughs> every time. Um, nice. it, um, that question was for you, David. So, David, anybody? Oh, it's my turn. Right. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, you know, we're professionals and all that. Uh, okay. Hmm. I'm going to ask... I'm going to ask Holly. Okay. Which character do you feel resonates the most with you? Which with, which character do you feel the most of a pull towards when you think about them and their, their involvement in the story? Size, Harry, I'd have to go with Butters. <laughs> he just ordered, you know, at first ordinary medical examiner with a pension for polka, but then <laughs> you discover his nerdiness with all the Star Wars references and just a good fit for Harry and then at first not believing and then oh man it is true <laughs> and then he's just along for the ride Harry's just like dude <laughs> stay away that's, that's, and that's Butters glorious. is just like I'm gonna be here till the wheels fall off and hence the polka will never die you, oh, yeah. you understand that reference 
Let's just say this way. It is epic. Yes. And there's a reason they put Polka Will Never Die on T-shirts. Yes. All right, all right. Uh, how about you, Erica? Me? Character oh. that resonates the most with me. Mm-hmm. Harry. <laughs> No, no, I I love Harry for all the reasons that I love Harry, but it's probably, um, gosh. It's Mouse. No, like, they're so, like, I, okay, okay, so it's hard because, like, I look at Molly and I go. But she's been through a lot. Yeah, she's been through a lot in her life. She's magically inclined Mm -hmm. and having to balance family values along with her nature, right? Mm -hmm. So that's really hard to and I feel like I get in that place a lot and then I look at her mom and I go uh that's exactly how I would act somebody threatened my children <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, she, she puts Molly shame oh that man that oh yeah she does I, so then she I literally look at straps Arbor on and goes no no let's dance exactly <laughs> exactly, exactly. And, and, and this shocks the heck out of Harry because like this is a side I haven't seen of her yeah jo- right? he, he already would not cross her yeah, this I think, just adds it I think everybody I think everybody kind of gets that little, oh, oh. Yeah, right? Like when Charity. My favorite thing about, sorry, my favorite thing about Michael and Charity is that Michael slayed a dragon for her. Yes. Yeah. Uh, if that doesn't say love, I don't know what does. <laughs> exactly. And then and then part of me also really resonates with um uh, it's on the Lara, right? Mm. Because I get it. Like I get the the doing anything to protect your family, mm. including putting the crazy person away so that you can continue to protect your family. So I get it. So, yeah. so it's hard. It's hard for, I can't say one character like is the Ooh. one that really resonates with me because it's pieces of a lot of different characters. Uh, so. Alright, well I, I asked Holly so uh, Holly, it's your turn. Oh boy, let's see. I'm just going to throw this out for anybody um, who wants to if you could meet any character from the series, who would it be and what would you say to them? I like that question. <laughs> Uh, it would be uh, Lucio, and can you teach me how to use that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, good. I don't. You don't? Lucio. She's captain of the warden? Yeah. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah, there was that whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, with the yeah. stuff. So it's like when you said sword, I immediately started thinking of Knights of the Cross, and I was like, I remember Knight of the Cross named Lucio. And then, yeah. There. No, the Knights of the Cross are great, and they have fancy swords. Oh, they're so badass. However, the person who's had the best sword work in the whole series, Lucy. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, but she'd been, you know, training for a couple long hundred time. years. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, that's one of I would like her I, to show me how to. That's one of the things that I liked about Knights of the Cross is that they were just like random people who just all of a sudden, you know, became mm-hmm. the chosen ones or whatever and got the swords. Um, that was cool. Like, I think what wasn't um, Michael, was he like a mechanic or something, right? He was a carpenter. Yeah. Oh, really? That was his last name was Carpenter, and he was a carpenter. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. Mm-hmm. My fa- what is the what is the Russian one? His name was uh, Sanya. Yeah. Sanya. Sanya. Oh man, when he came in, I was like, "Holy fuck, that is great!" <laughs> I didn't know you could be a Knight of the Cross and be like, "Meh, maybe got it." <laughs> exactly. It's just like Ed Michaels, just you know, yeah. letting I- it ride, and Harry's just like, "If I would say something like that, you'd be giving me the side eye." <laughs> Yeah, exactly. 
like, like I, I half expect Harry to pull out a Monty Python and God be prey at one point watching Michael's face. Mm-hmm. All right, Erica, you're doing that. I haven't danced a question. I think that question was to everybody, right? Yeah, yes, it was. was. Um, I want to meet Butter. The thing I would ask him is, um, I hear there's an open place in your D&D group. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. oh, that would be awesome, D&D with Butter. Now, I, I think David might be laughing because of how twisted of a question that is because he knows why there is an open place in their group. Yes. <laughs> I think we all know why. Majority of us. Did I forget? Oh, it, it just now. characters died. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sad. Oh. Me, the character that I would want to meet would be Harry's aunt and they would have a few choice words. Pick a different family member to do your dirty dealings for. Oh, you mean his, oh. his, his you mean his actual fairy godmother? Yes. Oh. All right, you were the first to ask or to answer. So yeah, you- thinking, man. Um, so here's one. How do you guys want it to end, right? Oh, we have a cat. And, and nobody wants the, it to end. This is going to be the last question. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Look at that. It's the final cat. Uh, oh, yeah. wait, wait, hang on. Were you answering or were you telling us? He's asking. Is, is that what you wanted the answer to be? Was Or when you were answering her question, were you going to say that this is the last question? Is that how you want the books to end, Brian? <laughs> <laughs> No, but like, how do how do you see him ending? Because right, like, anytime you're really involved in the series, right, in in book series, television series, and you know it's got to come to an end, how would it be a satisfying end for you? And I think we'll start with Holly. <sighs> Me, I would prop the. I it might not happen, but I would like to see Harry just ride off into sunset with m- maybe Mouse and um Mister and. And just, you know, say, hey, I've done enough dirty work for both of the courts. Just uh, let me retire. Let me go off and play Yoda somewhere. <laughs> Hang up the warden's cape. <laughs> That's how I would like to see it end. Probably not going to happen that way. <laughs> I'm going to go with probably not. <laughs> yeah. Yep. David? Um, the way things are going, I personally think that Harry is going to end up Merlin. Hmm. At some point, it's going to come to the it's going to come to be where he's the most powerful being around and they need someone to look up to. And so he becomes the new Merlin and saves and saves the world. I am not 100 percent sure whether or not he's going to survive, but I think he's I think that's where he's going to take uh, take uh, the White Council I and if, if lead he it. ends up becoming Merlin, it's probably because he kicked the current Merlin's ass. I, I, cause <laughs> that's I probably what it that is. Happen. Yeah, it's probably what it'll be like the current Merlin turns out to be evil or something and Harry has to go in and kick ass. There's a black council. We yeah, don't know who. Yeah. How many traitors have we had on said councils and oh, Jesus. other books? Way too, way too many. Yeah. You think at some point they'd stop looking at Harry and start doing their <laughs> own inventory. Well, I, for, I'm just, those, I'm for just those waiting that haven't for them over yet. to go in Hail Hydra. <laughs> You know? Yeah, but uh, for for Josh, who hasn't gotten to meet the White Council yet, uh, Merlin is a title given to the the wizard that leads the White Council. He's the highest ranking. All right, all right. And they use that title because the original Merlin was Merlin. Yeah. Got it. So it's like... uh... Like the Phantom, it just can't gets handed down from generation to generation. Exactly. Correct. 
One of my favorite things that's happening in the Dresden Files is some lore figure will be mentioned as being real, or they will mention that some famous person was a wizard or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that being said, I'm going to share mine. All right. Um, and I can do this without spoiling anything from the, the, the latest. Okay. Um, I would like the ultimate climax of the stories to have something to do with Nicodemus. I think Nicodemus is the main villain. I, I think, think so, too. He's a really good main villain. I, I um, agree with you. Yeah. I think they're going to make it look like um, it's that outsider that um, just summoned to kill Harry. Um, but I think it's going to be Nicodemus. And I think there's going to be a showdown between Nicodemus and Harry, and it's going to be epic. And Nicodemus is going to basically win. It's going to look like he won. And Dresden's going to say something like, you forget who my teacher was. And then a satellite's going to hit Nicodemus. <laughs> Ooh, nice. I got that reference. Oh, that's good. Um, I think that would, I, I just want that moment to happen at some point. I would like Harry to pull a satellite out of orbit. I know that, Evan, I know that, um, um, oh, I can't think of his name. What's his teacher's name? Um, Ebenezer. Ebenezer, yep. I think that Ebenezer, his specialty is gravity magic yeah. so but i still think harry will probably do it i i think pulling a pulling a satellite up out of order out of orbit would be a really cool thing to happen i, mean, I don't know funny. he's not particular like humble with earth magic and he you know has a tendency to move more towards air and fire magic so yeah but he used to talk about how bad he was with veils and now he can manage a pretty decent one yeah, practice and um the you know i'm sure that near the end there's going to be a good period between books where we get to have some training time, some time where Harry gets to work on some magic, maybe when um, Maggie is in school and he can have the time to do it. Yeah. Um, and speaking of Maggie, there's a really great short story. I wish I know the name of it, but it's in it's in the latest short story collection where um, you get to see what it's like to be a kid in the Dresden Files universe, and it's great. It's really good. Um, I think it's called A Day at the Zoo or something like that, but okay. you get... you. You basically, the the entire story is Maggie. It's Mm -hmm. just Maggie's perspective. Then they do another story where you find out what Harry was doing when Maggie was separated from him. But yeah, it's it's really, really good to see Maggie spend the day with her dad too. Yeah, I I wish I could remember the name of it, but it's, it's, the the short stories are fantastic. And they they do a really good job of making sure that characters from the short stories do show up on the books on occasion. But you don't have to. Yeah, because there's even a whole short story of from Butter's perspective too, okay. which is just plain old awesome. Oh, no, so you know, good. Harry died and Butters turned into Batman. <laughs> With a lightsaber. Yeah, <laughs> With a lightsaber. I, I have a question of something I lost track of. Who has Bob now? Uh, Butters. Butters does. Okay, Butters still has Bob. Okay. Yeah. And Bob loves it because Butters has Wi Fi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and Butters probably Bob off the leash a little bit more than Harry does <laughs> or did. Has anyone not answered the end of the book question yet? End of the I haven't. Yeah. So uh, for me, I think that um, as much as it, you know, you kind of want this really happy ending for Harry after all this. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, go ahead. No, it's all good. I, I don't think I would want that. I think I would kind of rather it end um, like like Quantum Leap. Like in the end, there's just kind of like a recognition that, yep, this is my life. This is what I've signed up to do. And he just kind of turns and, you know, says, all right, time to trudge into the next one and just kind of heads off. Like, a, like at the end of Angel, the same kind of thing where they're like, all right, time to fight it out again. Right. And that's just, you can tell the 
black. Keep going forever. Or, uh, or he could just end it like The Sopranos. Yeah. Oh, please. Uh, <laughs> no. Don't stop. Has anybody uh, read the graphic novel? No, I haven't. I, I have read a few of them, but not all of them. I want to. I mean, to. They're, they're essentially just the book, but they're really well done. Like, I mean, I I have collected them to if the detriment serves, of my pocket. The individual issues were supposed to coincide with the book series that were out, weren't they? They were they were a visual representation of what yeah. was going on in the books. Yeah, yeah that's what that's I thought. Exactly, yeah, yeah, that's it. But it's really well done, yeah. There's I uh, also, There's also a, a whole series that's the entire war with the Red Court. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, there was also a TV show. I mean... Yeah, we haven't even mentioned that. And that no, makes haven't. me really, really sad. I like the TV show. I mean, it had its differences, but it had mm-hmm. to. It was a TV show. I mean, I yeah, they had to say read. I didn't like it, David. Thanks for making assumptions. I said it makes I, me ex- sad. Excuse me? I never said anything about whether or not you liked it. I gave yeah. my own opinion. We are out of time for our discussion today. <laughs> <laughs> So it is, um, that was very fun talk about Dresden Files, but I have to cut it short because it is now time for Tales from the Extra Dimensional Portal, portal, where we use the science fiction technology that we somehow stumbled onto to look a little deeper into our own world and other worlds. So I, um, because we are talking about the Dresden Files today, I have decided I am going to fire up Portal and contact Harry Dresden directly so we can ask him straight up some of these questions. Um, we, um, so I have been in communication with um, the the person we met in a few other episodes, the doc. The doctor has sent me, well, the, the doctor with the Russian accent. Um, she has sent me um, some manual that I have been attra- trying to interpret to be able to use our extra dimensional portal. Um, they are ri- not written in any language I can recognize, but I have been able to pull apart some ideas from the illustration. So I'm going to type in some coordinates and as usual, I'm going to push the big red button in three, two. All right. Um, hello. Um, is Have we contacted Harry Dresden? <laughs> hello? <laughs> is, um, I'm going uh. to assume that this didn't work unless... Um, mouse? <laughs> okay. Um, well, we is, have... Is Harry home, Mouse? Is Harry home? <laughs> um, are you there with Maggie? Okay. All right. Okay. So we have some questions for you. So um, we don't have time for everybody to run through some questions. So I will start with Holly and just say, Holly, would you like to ask Mouse a question? So would you like to ask? Hmm, Mouse, how well did you and Mister actually get along? Oh, to know, to know, no squabbling. According to the translation circuits in the portal, he said, Mister um, Friend Harry said. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Well, hopefully, Mister will be back soon. <laughs> uh, uh, Josh, do you have any questions for the um, mystical temple dog that we have uh, somehow contacted? Uh, Mouse, uh, if you had to pick any person, uh, would it always be Harry, or would you pick somebody else? <laughs> That's really enlightening, Mouse. I agree. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> you know, listeners, I, 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 our eyes have been open to the Dresden Files universe with this amazing wisdom from this dog. So, Mouse, thank you for joining us today. We really appreciate it. 
What a good boy, Mouse. Good boy, Mouse. He's such a good boy. Um, so I am going to turn off our broadcasting part of the portal. Thank you, Mouse, for joining us. Oh, he left on his own. Okay, so we talked about the Dresden Files today. I just want to say, Molly and Josh, thank you for joining us. Um, I'll start with Molly. Do you have anything to promote? Um, the Fivish Fangirls podcast. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us at thefavishfangirls.com, uh, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Fantastic. Fangirl-tastic. Um, Josh, um, is there anything you make online or something cool that you want to tell other people about that other people are doing? Uh, no, just uh, stay nerdy. Okay. Keep it up. We, we need to promote the geekiness in this world. And um, is, does any hosts have anything they want to shout out? I got my stop working. That was weird. It wouldn't, uh, it wouldn't turn on. I was trying to ask that dog a question, and I, just, I couldn't get my mic. To- That's weird. Yeah, it's really up? strange. Um, do you have anything to shout out or promote? Um, I mean, not really. Everyone, you know, love each other. Be kind. It's chaos. Be kind, people. <laughs> oh no, I'm just gonna have to go with David on this one. You know, we all have our difference, right? We we can argue Star Wars versus Star Trek, and blah 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 blah. But when it really comes down to it, be be kind of. It doesn't hurt, and that's what you would like to happen to you. So just be kind, be thoughtful, be a dick. It's not that hard. And I'm going to restate everything my co-hosts and guests have said, but I'm also going to add, um, if you're nerdy and you have a nerdy retailer that you buy stuff from during the quarantine, call them up, buy stuff, buy stuff from the comic book stores and the game shops, because a lot of comic book stores and game shops are not going to survive this. So um, they're, they're pretty much all doing curbside pickup or mail order. So call your local game shop and order something. Support unless your local a, game stores. Always. Unless you're in a place in the quarantine that you can't because you're not working, obviously. <laughs> um, and um, if you're bored during the court, um, contact us. Ask us, you know, uh, ask us to talk about something, and we'll talk about it on the show. And we might wanted, even uh, invite you to join us. Oh yeah, you never know. I mean, we recently invited anybody who followed our, us on Facebook to join, and it just happened to be Josh. Yeah. It happened to be someone I'm friends with. <laughs> that was coincidental, but it could have been any. So keep an eye on our Facebook page. And um, now we're all going to be off um, to record a bonus episode of the podcast. If you would like to hear that, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash nerdpodcastradio, and you can listen to our bonus episode. So I have been super vegan, Brian. I was joined by David Bumpter. Bye, nurse. Curse Smurfarica. Bye, guys. The Carpent Josh. See ya. And Holly Mac. I remember your nickname. <laughs> yes. Good night, everybody. Um, you can find her at Mackinac. <laughs> yes. Exactly. <laughs> this has been another episode of Nerd Podcast Radio. Stay nerdy, stay informed, and stay awesome. Stay Bye. awesome. But seriously, how come everybody else gets a nickname? What the hell? Goodbye, toothpick. <laughs> Show. Will you be the podcast radio?